Yeah, the live transcript on Zoom is not working. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, April 26th, we're not even at Mercury retrograde yet. This is not supposed to be happening yet. I will be fully prepared for it, but it is not, it's not meant to be happening yet. So don't do this to me. Um, don't do this to me yet. Let's see. Sometimes the internet sitting on here is weird. All right. So the topic of today, this waning crescent moon, is rest. Uh, yesterday, during the unraveling that occurred on Facebook Live, it was really interesting uh, sharing about the history of belly dancing and the red tent aspect and then how the red tent movement has actually uh, picked back up a bit. But what's interesting is how many of us in our own lives actually take time to rest. And yesterday, I realized that I do not rest. <laughs> this is not something that I do. This is not something that um, comes easily to me. So it's an interesting aspect. Oh, and my transcription decided to finally work. So um, yesterday we were going through, uh, we're in the waning crescent moon and we were going through that this is a time of rest. And so, uh, oh yay, hi Diana, welcome. You did catch me, yay, good morning. Um, and so it's just so interesting, when do we rest? And I was looking at the yard today or yesterday, and yesterday was a, a really just a day of observation about how much I don't rest. <laughs> and, um, and so I was looking out at the yard and I went, you know, I really need to get the berms built so that I can get gardening. Um, so I need to start getting truckloads of clay up here. And then I need to get truckloads of mulch up here. And then I need to go to the sawmill and get composted sawdust and on and on and on and on it went. And then I wake up this morning and my husband goes, we got to build the roof today. It's a sunshiny day today and tomorrow. We've got two days to build the roof and the wall. And I was like, no, it's, it's not the time to do it. The, the moon and my body uh, getting ready for menses are telling me to stop, to rest. This is a time to release, not a time to take action. And it is so difficult for me. <laughs> it is so, it's so uncomfortable to just stop, to just stop. And I noticed yesterday I was on Facebook and I was on this and it took, I didn't have the audio recording of the Facebook live yesterday. So I had to download the video off of Facebook, which took a few hours. And then I had to upload the video to um, my upload where I put all the audios usually. And that took a few hours. So like my computer was open until four o'clock in the afternoon. It was just a really, eye-opening space of how influenced I am by all the doing stuff and 
rather than when my kids were little under the age of five under the age of four really um they did not watch shows or movies until they were four um i was very protective of that space and so it was very interesting i had a lot of just being space just being present with them when they were little i didn't have a cell phone um i very intentionally didn't have a cell phone during that time and then when i got a cell phone i got back on and started doing facebook lives and started building magical mothering business a little bit more and so the question that came up is if we live in a society that does not honor rest that does not allow for rest how do we rest and a lot of times what happens is the how comes in the form of a sickness an illness a disease like our body makes us rest our body says you are not taking time to rest so i will make you rest i will force you to rest and that's that's we don't have to get to that space like that's not that's not the healthy way to do these things and so i feel like covid gave us a big rest button we were told just stay home just don't do anything but that's being told to rest that's like being a, you know being a child and being told to take a nap i don't want to take a nap i'm not tired <laughs> right like when we're told to do something i don't want to we put up a big fight about it but now that i'm choosing to look at these moon phases and i'm choosing to honor these moon phases and these moon aspects yeah diana um she said amen sister there's this aspect that's really happening that i'm beginning to see that there is an imbalance in my own life i am giving and giving and giving and creating and um really allocating a lot of time in doing and going and being like rather than being and taking the time to reflect and so i was going to start the remembering your magical self group again in may at the new moon and as i'm reflecting just on how much i've already started i went isn't that interesting that i want to put more on my plate when i already have i'm already doing a facebook live i'm already doing the 30 days of moon magic and i went why why am i trying to push this when the book isn't even ready why don't i start them together so i started a patreon tier already for the remembering your magical self but i feel like i'm going to pause that the remembering your magical self group is going to start again um but it's not going to start in may and so if you want to join in the 30 days of moon magic in may I want you to join. I'm going to take the remembering your magical self out. And this is what this moon phase is all about is saying stop. What's on your plate? What are you trying to add to your plate? What are you trying to do? What is going to be the outcome of that? 
And I don't want to get to a place where I'm going to burn myself out, right? I don't want to get to a place where I'm doing so much that I'm going, oh my gosh, I, I told myself if I started doing this again, I wouldn't have any time for myself, right? That's the self-sabotage in creating so much for ourselves that we, we create our own realities every time. And so um, I'm going to wait until when the book is done and the planner is ready and we were, we're going to start the root chakra of the magical mothering method when I feel an appropriate time to start it is around October. So my goal is to have the book written, have the planner ready for the year and to start remembering your magical self when all of those are ready at the end of the year. And that feels so much more graceful to myself and everyone else that I'm not gonna try to rush into creating this material. So um, I'm gonna take that tier, that Patreon tier down. And if you wanna join in one-on-one uh, -on -one or the 30 Days of Moon Magic or just uh, the $3 tier, just because you're enjoying these um, Facebook Lives, I would really appreciate it. So, uh, but I am gonna pause. I just get so excited. That's a very manifesting generator thing in my human design. I get very excited. I get um, invitations and I get these invitations of like, when is it starting again? What's happening? I wanna join in and I get very excited and I get pulled into that energy and that eagerness instead of pausing to say, when is the best time to do this? And I've been feeling that October in between October and winter solstice is really the best time to release this um, and continuing really growing and building and integrating these moon phases for the next few months so that when that, that time comes, it'll be an easier transition to integrate. Um, I also mentioned yesterday that in May, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do uh, three weeks of Facebook Lives, and then I'm going to be taking off the uh, waning crescent moon phase. So from the third quarter, and then I will start back in on the new moon. And I'm not going to, so I, th I think what I'm going to do is not take weekends off, but I'm going to do three weeks and then take a full week off. So I'm going to just play with this. This is really just a journey of discovering what works. Because when I was taking the weekends off, while it was nice, um, it also, I had the energy to do it, and but I was taking the weekends off. So I really want to play and work with the lunar cycles and not even with the days of the week and not even with aspects like that. I really want to just listen to the lunar phases and see how those interact in my body. And that's what this 30 days of moon magic really is, is this exploration together of doing this. Um, Diana shares... I do the same thing. Yes, Diana, right? It's like, okay, I have all the energy. And then we like pile everything on top of us. And then we're like, oh, I knew it. I knew if I started working with clients again, or I knew if I started sharing again, I would get burnt out. But it's all the things that we add on to our life that we don't need to. Um, and so, yeah, Diana shares that she's been pausing herself and now getting back into clearing out her home. Yes. So, this is the time of releasing. And I really want to use this time of the waning crescent 
to clearly look at what is no longer serving me. And so I offer you as well to really sit in the uncomfortability and rest and to observe and to see how much we do and go and like exert all of this stuff. And so I'm going to take the next month to continue doing the 30 days of moon magic, continue sharing, continue really building up this planner that I'm working on and really creating space for writing the book and doing the things that I've already decided to do. And I'm going to hold off on doing the actual group program until that book is ready. And that just makes more sense in my brain. I just got excited. So, um, and then also I'm going to, I showed yesterday, this is my Empress Bell tent right there. And so, uh, I have like my apothecary in there and I have a massage table. So I'm going to shift things around and I really want to organize it in there. And what I want to do is I want to spend the third quarter to the, the dark moon, the day before the new moon in my tent and at just being, and I may set up the other canvas tent just because I'll end up working in this one. <laughs> so I may set up our other canvas tent just to create space for this. And so I'm going to do a little experiment and just see what happens because I'm really recognizing and seeing that rest is not something that our culture, my childhood, our society, our society does not say, yes, rest, take some time off. You deserve it. No, they say, go on vacation, go, go, go run yourself ragged and then go back to work after going on vacation, right? Like most people's vacations are not restful. They're usually very busy and interactive and uh, you're doing a lot of activities, right? So what does rest even mean? What does that look like? What does being look like? Um, Diana, so it's time to make space right now. That's what I did this morning, making my sacred space. Yeah. So making a sacred space to just be in until uh, through Friday. Uh, Friday is the last day of the dark moon. And then come Saturday is the new moon. So I will be going live on Saturday. Um, I've got to figure out timing wise. So it's just, a, this is just a fun unraveling. I'm really enjoying. So the answer to your question, Diana, yes. Perfect timing to make sacred space, to just be present in, uh, to just write, to write and journal and draw. And um, for me, I really feel like limiting my interaction with technology is key because it's such an addiction for me. Um, I get so addicted to picking up my phone and to checking social media and to looking at the comments. And then I get sucked into TikTok and I look up and an hour and a half went by as I'm scrolling through TikTok. So um, for me, media is not part of my sacred restful time. Um, Amazingness, she says, been reading again, loving life right now. I know, right? It's like life, I feel like 
I am that bud that is like emerging and really creating a reality that is so in tune with nature uh, that I can create space to really be present for it all. And I don't want to miss that by feeling like I, it's time to, I, I think sometimes for me personally, I end up getting this feeling where I go, okay, well, I've started this project. I should just continue with the momentum and do it all right now. And that's been an issue in the past because then I pile so much on my plate that I can't fully give 110% to every single thing that I'm doing. And so if I stay with the 30 days of moon magic right now, I can give 110% to that. I can be present for my kids. I can really be present to the journey. I can really create the planner and write the book. And then I can start a group program again towards the end of the year when we're all going to be less out and about, and we're going to be craving more of that connection in a sacred visit, you know, a sacred space on a weekly basis, because it's going to be winter and we're going to look forward to really going within, um, starting a journey of going within when everything's blooming and we want to be outside doesn't actually make sense. So that is a total sabotage aspect of myself and self-sabotage is something that is a coping skill because it keeps us safe. When we self-sabotage, we can tell ourselves, see, we were right. We were right. I knew if we started doing this again, I'd be overworked and I would have no time for anything. So um, I also have a little booth in town at the local flea market that I have potions and crystals in that I'm working. Uh, I go in there every Saturday and offer my samples and share my herbal medicines. So as you can tell, I've start, I'm, I have a lot on my plate already. And so I have to be mindful of sabotage. I have to be mindful of prioritizing and creating boundaries, which boundaries are coming up a lot right now. Me. boundaries if you were anything like me and raised to be obedient we were not taught boundaries you cannot be an obedient child and have boundaries at the same time and so for me i was not i was not allowed to say no i was not allowed to say this is not comfortable i was not allowed to say i don't want to um i said it and i had to do it anyway i i wasn't allowed to have boundaries and um and so I learned that I have to just do what is expected of me, regardless of my own emotional reactions or my own feelings towards it. And this did not, has not served me since then. As a child, it served me because I got the attention and the love for doing the things that I was supposed to do. And I was a productive member of my household. But as an adult, this is, this is definitely no longer serving me because anytime somebody says, oh my gosh, I would love for you to do this, I feel compelled to say yes, even though I know I don't have the energy or the desire to do so right now. And so I really have to look at that clearly and lovingly and understand that there's 
a space within me that is allowing for this expansion to happen. And if I allow for this expansion to happen, I'm going to see so much more clearly this, the pieces of the puzzles. I'm going to be able to connect with my higher self easier. I'm going to be able to connect with nature better. I'm going to be able to connect with my kids better. I'm going to be able to connect with my spouse better. I'm going to be able to connect and have more space for this beautiful piece of land that we have so that I can begin gardening and begin all these things that I want to do if I don't sabotage myself in other ways. So it's, it's an incredible aspect of really looking at the unraveling process and how just that one word of rest really triggered this whole monologue that I've just had. This one word of it's time to rest. I can release. That feels like an action. <laughs> I can rejuvenate. That feels very doing and action oriented. And as a manifesting generator, I have the energy to do it all. Yet, I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to. And so it's very interesting how triggering this word rest has really been to me and seeing that in every aspect of my life, I have not created space to rest. And so it feels very indulgent and very, uh, a little guilt provoking and a little like, oh my goodness, it's going to take me a whole three weeks just to like prepare to take a week away inside of my tent. I'm going to have to buy meals differently and prepare them so that they're all ready. And, and then it made me realize like, oh, am I going to be including maybe a couple days of fasting in there to let my body rest? Am I, so as I've been so triggered by this and unraveling, there's also these little aspects that are really excited. Am I, am I just going to um, eat wild foods as I'm walking around during this time? Am I only going to stay in the tent? And I'm like, no, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel uh, that like isolating myself. I don't need to isolate myself to rest, but going down by the Creek with my kids and living in our little, you know, um, primitive camp that we made down there and eating and foraging just wild edibles for my own nutrition and, and my own eating pleasure. Like these are all very restful activities to me rather than feeling like I have to harvest right now to make the potions and to serve. I think a lot of this aspect of rest is really looking within in a way that I don't know if I've given myself. And by that, I mean, I can go within very easily and unravel very easily. Yet, giving myself time to not do any inner, like, it's like, don't do inner inner work. Just be present 
just rest. And even like, as I'm talking to you, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to just sit in the tent. Like already I'm trying to get out of resting (laughs) of just like sitting in my own space. Right. (laughs) So it's going to be an interesting experiment. It's going to be an interesting aspect. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm involved in a lot of cryptocurrency, uh, activities. And, um, so I have to get on the computer morning and night and engage in the NFT aspects that I play. And I have to gather those, uh, cryptocurrencies every morning and every night I have to engage in that space. And so thinking about, well, I'm going to be losing out on money if I don't clock into those spaces and maybe I can have Travis do, you know, so I've created a life that I'm clocking into something that is not necessarily something that I, I want to be giving my sacred energy to, but I've invested in it already. So I'm trying to get that investment out. So there's so many aspects of, there's all these reasons why I can't rest. Uh, good morning, Amber. So we're having a just a chat about rest and how difficult it is and so when we look at the excuses that we make as to why we can't rest it's an interesting thing and a lot of it is we just haven't created the space around us to do so um we're building a little uh earth bag house right now And something that's really important to me is I've shared with everybody many, many times is that I don't want the technology, the computers, the technology from our school bus to wind up inside of our earth bag home. I want our earth bag home to be technocratic free in a way. Like I really don't want it to be filled with technology because I find that when there's technology around, we don't rest well. Um, I find that I can sit, you know, without technology, without all of these things, I notice that I end up just snuggling up with the kids more and I end up reading them a book. And when I'm, when I'm engaged in so much technology for my work, I end up putting more technology in front of them to get things done. And so this is something that I, I want to be more mindful about and I want to create space so that I can teach them now as children how vital it is to an integrate and incorporate rest into our lives rather than this feeling of needing to produce all the time. So as I'm saying this, I also realized that taking six weeks off from winter solstice until Imbok, which is February 1st, uh, is something that I did last year. And it was so integrative. Um, And so incorporating that aspect of, okay, well, what am I gonna do with the 30 days of moon magic during that time? And how am I gonna rest fully and not have, you know, so there's all these things of how do we honor ourselves and the rhythms of the year with this technocratic aspects that we're doing? How do we honor these lunar phases 
that have a huge impact on us while still being a part of these technocratic aspects that we do. And so the great experiment of the 30 days of moon magic is really saying, come with me, let's explore this together. Let's, let's figure this out together, which is what the Patreon is for, which is what the Discord is for, which is what the private community of the 30 days of moon magic is really all about. So um, if you wanna check it out, you can go to patreon.com forward slash magical mothering. Um, but I would wait until the first of the month if you'd like to join, just because it'll charge you today and the first of the month. And so you'll get a, a double charge there. Um, so there's an aspect of really seeing if you yourself are triggered by the word rest. When somebody says you need rest, do you, like, I always feel like a two-year-old being forced to take a nap. And I'm like, nope, I don't want to rest. Got lots of things to do. <laughs> so um, I'm just seeing this within my own self. And I, I'm one, you know, let's continue this conversation and see if it resonates. So we've got, we've got through Friday for uh, this, this waning crescent moon. And, uh, and then the new moon will be on Saturday. And so I may shift some times around for the weekend Facebook lives, um, just so that I can continue to be present for my kids in the mornings. I find that the weekends are really present, you know, special for that. And so, um, but let's continue this, this aspect, this unraveling of rest. Does it trigger you as much as it has me? I, I was not expecting it. I really wasn't. Um, and so I'm excited to see how, you know, maybe five months from now, how integrative rest is into my, into my life um, or not, <laughs> or maybe it'll take longer, but I, I, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm finding it all very exciting and I'm, I'm eager to see the unraveling process of how long does it take to fully rest into something. And with, you know, this, everything popping up around me and like my guard, my seeds that are like bursting out of every little pocket in my space, yelling at me, I need to be planted. I need to be planted. There's no time for rest. I'm <laughs> just honoring this lunar phase rather than the solar cycle that we've all lived and grown up on that tells us day in and day out to get up and go and go and go and go where the lunar phase allows us to stop and to go dark and to go dormant and to release and have a, a burial and a death of what is no longer serving us so that we can rebirth anew each month rebirth a newer version a, a more integrated version rebirth new realities rebirth new possibilities into our life every single month which i find way better than just pushing day in and day out and grinding it out <laughs> so thanks for being present with me thanks for being here um we can continue conversating on in the comments here um, 
or you can always hop over to the Magical Mothering Facebook group and uh, join in conversation over there. So thanks for being here. I'll see you all tomorrow. <laughs>